Hey ladies! Welcome back to Debt Adulting Dating Oh My with your hosts JC and Morgan. So how's life? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, part of me feels like summer is kind of ending already. I know it's not, but I'm starting to like get ready and excited for like fall and everything that's going to be different this year because I'm in a relationship, so I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, I go on a trip this weekend to Washington, excuse me, to Washington, D.C., which I have been to before um, for like an eighth grade field trip, but it's kind of a vacation and I'm very excited about it. And so is he, so it makes me more excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I remember I was telling you um, the other day that it it reminds me or it makes me feel like I'm you a little bit because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what JC experiences with like the new and exciting like different places and experiences and stuff like that. So I feel like I'm like a little preview of what it's going to be like when I start traveling. Yeah. Um, me and Tyler are trying to find our next location. He wants to go to Nevada, but there's like literally no jobs in Nevada for me. So we'll probably just mm. end up going to Texas at that point. I don't know. Yeah. But at least you'll be in a different part than where you were before, probably. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to go back to Texas if we do. Yeah. I have, like, friends there, and I can't wait to see them. I haven't seen them in about, like, two years. Yeah, that'll be so much fun. Um, I went to Goodwill yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. And I found, like, six new purses, and I found, like, five new pairs of pants, and I got these cute little, like, um flip-flop sandals but they're like platform ones they're so cute okay jace way to go yeah. girlfriend <laughs> everybody at work's like oh my gosh do you see jc she's killing it i'm like yeah i know it's my friend not yours like i, <laughs> I get a little protective <laughs> yeah, but i'm um, trying i'm trying you're you're thriving you're thriving <laughs> i feel like my new hair just sparked a new energy in me i don't know <laughs> mm -hmm. i love it for you though it's so exciting anything else um, new i was just gonna ask you that i don't think so for me to be honest i have the wedding this weekend that's gonna be fun can't wait to yeah. go dance and see everybody it's gonna be so much fun is that the first wedding that you and tyler are gonna be going together to yeah. That's exciting, too. <laughs> Maybe I'll catch the bouquet and we'll get married next year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be so... Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to get married, obviously, but I just remember that you guys are going to get married. And that's really <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, enough about my possible marriage someday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so this week we're going to kind of talk about a couple different things uh, relationship-wise, uh, things that we haven't necessarily talked about yet, but have somewhat kind of been a theme in my life lately, and I know that people go through. And uh, one of them would be self-sabotage, because I feel like that doesn't necessarily just apply to relationships, but I think we're going to kind of um, coin it to that a little bit. So, do you know any, like, do you know a lot about self-sabotage or, like, what? I feel like you're not watching The Bachelorette right now, are you? No, I haven't been able to. Okay, so, well, a contestant on there was, um, he's, like, the, th it's three people left. And last night there was, or Monday night, there was, like, this huge fight between them because she didn't say I love you back. 
and he like wanted that and she didn't want to say it to anybody until she was engaged um and he like totally self-sabotaged like their relationship like he like spiraled from that situation he spiraled completely out of control and ended up like leaving so like that's like I was watching that and I was like oh my god we're talking about that tomorrow and I can't wait to like um explain it and he was like a little bit um manipulative and a little bit of toxic and just said mean things that he shouldn't have said and I think it was just a reflection of him being upset and not getting his way Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That, I feel like, goes with, like, that own, um, your, like, your level of mental, um, maturity, kind mm-hmm. of, too. Because I feel like everyone is gonna, everyone is going to be put in a position in life where they're either going to self-sabotage the situation or they're going to go about it in a different way or a healthier way or something like that. And right. it's, I feel like if you self-sabotage, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, not mentally mature, but I feel like it's just one of those, like, easier ways out. Yeah. It's just I feel like of... it depends on your past, too. If you so true. aren't used to, like, a healthy communication and you're not used to a healthy relationship in, like, a boyfriend and girlfriend situation or even with, like, friends and family, you kind of self-sabotage thinking, like, oh, I don't deserve this or I'm not used to this, so this isn't right or something like that, and then you kind of revert back to your old habits. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel like I've kind of experienced a little bit lately, just because it makes me excited to think about this, but I have always wanted to be in a relationship where it's healthy and there's just always certain things like it's it's like every little girl's dream, like with her wedding type of thing, but I've always wanted to have like a, a specific type of relationship and I feel like I'm finally in that and I finally have... Um, met somebody that compliments me so well and that we just get along so great and it's just it almost like I said before seems too good to be true so because of that and because of the way that my last relationship wasn't everything I've always wanted and dreamed and hoped for I almost feel or felt like it was too good to be true to the point where like something's bound to happen like Mm -hmm. at some point something's gonna happen then it's just gonna get ruined so why not just like why I don't want to sit here and waste my time, so, like, let's just get it over with now type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like it's so, so, so good that I don't want it to end that I almost self-sabotage because of that. Because I'm so afraid that it's going to, that it's, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's you kind of want to, like, escape the relationship before you get hurt. And I feel like that's what self-sabotage is all about. It's, like, you're you're kind of guarding your heart to not get hurt in this situation or to not be the one that gets hurt. Like if the boy breaks up with you, you don't want that. So you kind of leave instead. So he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have like a very toxic relationship prior, Mm-mm. but it wasn't the healthiest either. And I think that you're picking up on different aspects and it's just different in this relationship. And you're kind of like, Oh, well you have to be lying about this because um, my last relationship lied about this, this, and this. So you have to be lying about it. Like, there's no other mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like people even do that when it comes to, like, work or even their own their own self. Like, if um, fitness-wise, I feel like people have an opportunity to, like, self-sabotage 
when they get in the mindset of like comparing themselves to other people, they rather just like give up and not be like even try Mm -hmm. instead of putting in like the hard work and just like doing it. Cause they feel like, Oh, well I feel like I can't do it anyway. So I'm just going to not do it. You know what I mean? I'm sure you've probably seen that more than I have <laughs> when it comes to, like, that sort yeah. of stuff. It happens with everything in life. And my last relationship wasn't the best either, but I feel like I did a very good job at not picking up on those, like, bad behaviors and bad um, traits of my ex and not putting them into a new relationship. Because I so could easily have self-sabotaged the relationship I'm in now, but... For some reason, I just felt so good about it, and I just kind of let it go in the course that it was going, and it just was myself, and I didn't pick up or use any of those traits that I learned or did in the last relationship, Mm -hmm. which was very helpful for me to get to this point where I'm at. Yeah, I think that's key is to kind of, when it comes to trying to not self-sabotage, I think if you allow yourself to understand not necessarily the mistakes, but the choices that you made that got you in that position the first time to not do it again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Cause like, that's how I've been going about it in my relationship is that I know how I get when I'm starting to self-sabotage or when I am self-sabotaging. So it's almost kind of, it's just like building new habits so that way you don't repeat the cycle again. It's just being aware of what those actions are so you don't repeat them, basically. Yeah. And the first step is being just aware of those overthinking feelings and that feeling of wanting to sabotage the relationship. You're at the the point where you're aware of it, so you're not doing it. You're kind of just like, oh, okay, I can feel myself overthinking or thinking these thoughts, and you're not like... Most of the time, you're not acting on them, mm-hmm. which is good. Trying, yeah, not to. So the other thing that I was going to tie into, like, self-sabotage, unless you have any, do you have anything else to say about it? Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing I was going to tie into the concept of self-sabotage um, was something that I've learned recently, which I have connected to being part of the reason why I have self-sabotage a little bit so far. And that's because... You know how when you get out of a relationship or something ends, you, you know, lose your job or you lose a friendship or type of thing, you spend, or hypothetically, you want to spend some time healing from it and growing and, you know, bettering yourself and fixing those um, parts about you or something like that. Well, I've recently realized that sometimes there are things that you didn't realize affected you and needed to be fixed fixed or healed or amended until you're back into that situation again. Mm -hmm. And I had not anticipated that for myself whatsoever in my relationship that I'm in now. Here I was like thinking to myself, oh, I'm good. Like I'm 100% independent. I feel good. I know how I want my next relationship to be and it's going to be great and all this other stuff. And then I'm hit in situations and scenarios where I realize like, oh, that part of me isn't really healed yet. And I feel like Maybe the reason why is because I need to have those experiences that have a different end result than my past to show me that this isn't how it's going to be, which I think is kind of normal. Um, But specifically, I think when it comes to being truthful is, in my case, is what the issue is. I didn't realize that what seemed like just an issue in that relationship 
in that specific situation, in that scenario. I didn't realize it was as big as it was or it affected me as much because it's affecting my relationship that I'm in now and it frustrates me a lot. Well, I don't think it's necessarily affecting it now, but it has affected certain things that have been going on. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's normal. But I don't, I don't want you to feel bad about it because it's nothing that you've done. It's just the that's past experience true. that you've, you've been through. And like I said, you're aware of it, which is amazing. A lot of people aren't aware of it, and they ruin the relationship because they can't get over that or they can't figure out why they keep thinking these things. But you're totally <laughs> aware of why you're feeling that way, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, that's true. And I think the other thing, too, is after, once you are able to be aware of it, is being able to communicate it, too. Because let's say I've, I came to this realization the other day of why I might be thinking the way I'm thinking or why I'm doing what I'm doing and how much it has affected me. But if I just kept that to myself, I wouldn't really be helping anybody in the relationship. If I told him and he was aware of like okay she's acting this way because of this then I know like I'm under like understanding of it and there's ways that I can help her if we talk about it versus if I just kept it to myself and he has no idea and then he's just like why like so confused and then just kind of makes it worse Mm because then he gets frustrated or she gets frustrated or whatever yeah communication is like the biggest part of relationship and if you didn't communicate those feelings they would probably come out and Uh, some type of other way and you guys would be fighting over this little thing or incident that happened that wasn't even true but you made it up in your mind so here you are fighting over something that's not even true and it causes a bigger issue than just communicating on the spot which a lot of relationships struggle with but it seems that you are doing really good at it yeah it's helpful that he's just as I don't want to say maybe motivated, but he is just as willing to kind of get through things and make things better for both of us um, as I am, which is really, really helpful. Because if he didn't put as much effort into it as I am, then it kind of would just be like, why am I doing this? You know. And there's relationships that people get so defensive in. Like, say you were like, oh, I thought you were lying that you went this place and you actually went this place. Like, what is the truth here? Some people get defensive in it if they're being accused of something. But if you go about it the right way, saying like, hey, I just need more reassurance on this situation, I feel like men specifically tend to react better with that type of approach than just being like, why were you at this place? Or what were you doing? Like, just like yelling mm-hmm. at them. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Just because I, I feel like when you have an issue with something, there's a huge portion of it that comes along with the, the approach. It makes it so much, it can make it so much different. Exactly. Do you think that there were things in like your past relationships um, that affected you that you realized later on that you might not have like in the moment? I'm trying to like think of a specific, I'm sure there's like many things that like pop into my head, but I... All of my relationships have been very different, which I like because I don't really compare each of them to each other, which helps me kind of keep things separate. Like my relationship now is completely different from the relationship I was in high school and college. Mm -hmm. So different things like I've picked up on how I like to act 
towards my partner and what they like and how I should be or how I can be a healthy um, significant other. But picking up on like bad traits or bad habits from different relationships, I've tried not to do. And I think I've, like I said, I've done a pretty good job at it. But obviously things come up where maybe Tyler does something and like it flashes a memory back in my head where oh, that happened instead. But I try to keep my relationship separate and not think about, like, oh, because this person did it, that he's going to do it or he's going to react this way. And I'm not sure if everybody is that way, and I don't know how to kind of stop that just because I've I've done it naturally. But do you have any tips on if somebody is um, noticing things come up from different relationships and it's kind of affecting their current relationship? Do you have any tips on what to do? Um, I mean, I can speak from experience as far as, like, if you are in a relationship with somebody and they are kind of bringing past relationship habits or cycles or actions into the relationship that you're in now, you have to have, I I feel like you have to have um, a better sense of patience with them. You have to be kind of, I'm speaking, like, from the other way around, you have to be very patient with somebody that has that type of mindset because it's one of those situations where you have to have experiences and time and situations for them to kind of come around because it's not just going to be like you're not going to just tell them in one conversation oh you can trust me yeah you have to build that yes so it definitely takes uh, if you're in the situation where the other person is kind of bringing things into the relationship from their past you kind of have to communicate to them that you think that that's maybe not necessarily fair because it's not the same relationship you have to reassure them a lot obviously but Mm -hmm. I think reassuring them with actions with the words is going to do the most I feel like it's quicker that way than to kind of just telling them all the time you have to kind of show them too right here's an example that I thought of while you were talking is my ex cheated on me when he was away from work. He was on a work trip or whatever he was doing. I don't even know. And the first time Tyler went on a travel assignment away from where we lived, like two hours away, I had that feeling of, oh, he's going to cheat on me. And me and you had the conversation, and, like, I wanted – I actually did look through his phone. That was the first time I've ever done it, the last time I'm ever going to do it. I, ho- I hope he doesn't listen to this because he doesn't know. But um, I just – that in that moment, I was so set that he was going there and he was going to cheat on me. Like, I was dead set on that. And even looking through his phone, like, there was people that I didn't know and – I was trying to find something to um, bring it up to him and break up with him because I was so scared of that feeling again of getting hurt from being cheated on. Mm-hmm. That was like one time that I've I've felt that feeling from like a past relationship and I've brought it into this current relationship. But after that moment, we had the conversation. I was like, I'm never going to look through his phone again. Like I need to trust him if this is going to work because he is not my ex. He's a completely different person. So I need to treat him as a completely different person because that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Right. To him. I remember us talking about that on your couch in your living room, <laughs> your yeah. old apartment. That's crazy. But I feel like when you're, when someone's in that mindset, it's, it's difficult to get them out of it. Like, 
but if you had come to me before you like looked through his phone, there's no way that I would have been been able to kind of probably stop you from doing that. It's maybe mm-hmm. one of those situations where you needed to allow yourself to go through it and have a different result than how you did the first time. And that's mm-hmm. literally something I just talked to my boyfriend about this morning that even though sometimes when things come up in those moments where you need reassurance and those moments where there's a little bit of like sketchiness or uncertainty, our mo- you have to look at them as opportunities to build the trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So instead of you took it as instead of um, like in that situation after you looked at his phone, you took that as an opportunity to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do things different. I'm going to let this be an opportunity for me to trust him and not do the same thing I did last time or not think about it the same way I did last time and act on it the same way that it happened last time. And it didn't happen the way that it did. So if you just kind of look at things as being an opportunity for good and not an opportunity for things to go bad again, I feel like that sometimes can help in that situation too. Right. And it takes, it honestly takes time. Because, like, if somebody's listening out there, like, frustrated at themselves because they they have, like, certain feelings that they don't trust their partner or different things from past relationships are coming up, like, it does take time to really sit with your feelings and change your habits. Like, it it takes how many days to change a habit? And that is a habit that you probably were in in a... Um, a toxic relationship or a not so good relationship before it takes time to break those habits and that's why like you said like you had a whole like year and a half off being single but until you're put back in that situation you those feelings don't come up Mm-mm. that's why it was so surprising to me because I was like here I was thinking to myself that I'm good that I I got through it I'm back to being myself or a new version of myself. And then I'm put in this situation again, and I'm like, whoa, maybe I didn't do all of the healing or have all of, like, um, the self-growth that I thought I did. But now that I'm going about the situation differently than before, I know that I have. But it is shocking when you're in that moment when those things happen. You're like, oh, my gosh, I thought I was over this, but you're not. Right. Like, think of an alcoholic, and for a whole, like, two years, they aren't around any alcohol, and they're, like, doing great. And then... One night, they're surrounded by just bottles and bottles of alcohol. It takes, it takes like, a different power to, like, push through that, even though that you've had two years off of not drinking. But now you're in a whole room with alcohol, like, freely available to you. You want to jump and get back into that old habit, but it just takes, like, a different type of power to mm-hmm. power through it and change your mindset. A lot of strength. A lot of strength. But the thing is that's nice is if you find somebody that you're in a relationship with that you can communicate all of those things with and have them kind of be there beside you and guide you and help you when you need it, where you need it, it makes a world of a difference. Right. I don't know if this um, situation is like kind of goes with the topic, but me and Tyler were talking about this yesterday, and he was saying that he was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about imagining your, like, your depression and your anxiety and maybe your self-sabotage as, like, a little person, like, a little devil, and, like, maybe you can, like, give it a color, you can give it a name, and just envisioning that thing being your depression or whatever it is, like, you name it. It makes things easier when you can envision something and you're looking at it like, oh, like, 
I'm not depressed. Like, what are you doing? Like, get out of here. Like, you're kind of like fighting with this little demon or little whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought that was so cool that he brought it up to me because he, as a man, like, they don't really talk about their feelings a lot. So he was, like, describing, like, what he does. <laughs> like, like, if he has anxiety, he just, like, pictures this, like, little blue blob and is like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I don't need you. <laughs> I can picture him doing that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I um, just thought that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like that's, as, as soon as you can associate something negative with something else and then be able to, like, you know what I mean, like, push it out of the way, that's yeah. such, like, a good way to go about it. So if you're ever feeling, like, anxious or you have that feeling of self-sabotage and, like, like you, you're aware of it, so you can, you can envision it. Like, people that aren't aware of it yet might have a little bit harder time with mm-hmm. envisioning something like that. But as soon as you put something to, like, an eye or your imagination, it makes things easier to kind of just, like, push it away and, and not overthink things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, I probably would associate whenever something happens like that, I get this, like, feeling in my stomach. Um, and I feel like there's, like, a cloud over my head type of thing. And I feel like I would probably associate it with literally, like, a cloud over my head. And I would have to, like, (laughs) (laughs) in a way, (laughs) get out of here! (laughs) Something like that. Or, like, people probably would associate it with, like, like, a pesky little fly. Yeah. Or something like that, where they could just... Literally swat it away. That's right. a good that's a good tip. All right, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, just be patient with yourself. And if you're in a relationship now, maybe let go of those bad traits that you had in your last, last relationship and just move on from it. Get that little blue guy and push him away. <laughs> Get him out of there. Right. Um, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all of our socials and tune in to next week's episode. Bye. Bye.